The Fat Boy Show. It's yeah. the Fat Boy Show. My name is Sarah, and today on the show, I want us to turn our attention to something that rather gets more criticism than understanding, and that is drug addiction. Well, often people mistake uh, drug addicts for abusers, and yes, the two are in a way connected. However, drug abuse or substance abuse refers to the use of certain chemicals for the purpose of creating pleasurable effects on the brain, whereas drug addiction is chronic and often relapsing brain. Disease. Disease that causes compulsive drug seeking and use, despite harmful consequences to the drug addict and those around them. Or some people may think that uh, it's a generational curse. And I may have sounded just like a doctor or science teacher for a minute there. However, I have somebody special in studio with me, and his name is Michael Kayondo, aka Kintu the Rapper, who has now made nine years sober. Hey, hey, Michael, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I mean, nine years. Yeah. Nine I'm, years of sobriety. Congratulations. And uh, I'm making 10 uh, this coming March. This coming March? Yeah, yeah. Do you have an exact date? Uh, 26th of March. Oh, wow. You yeah. know what? Let's yes. start from the beginning. Take yes. me through. Well, how, how did you get to a place of being a drug addict? I, I grew up, uh, I used to see my mother a lot. Yeah. She used to take alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was young, I would see her like drinking a no. Yeah. That that was when I was uh, I I was about uh, like let me say seven years. Yeah. Eight, oh, that was so years. young. Yeah. yeah. So I would would see her get high and what, and and then uh, when I I grew up, because uh, I grew up in this uh, environment when some somebody who you you love. Like mm-hmm. you keep on watching them and something like that. Yes. So when I I was uh, like 18 years old is when I began the the beers and what. Yes. So I, w- I want to ask before you go any further. Yes. Um, did you know why your mom was drinking? Was it a habit for her or was she like a social drinker? I, I actually got to know what a few weeks ago. Yes. That uh, she had some issues. In her life, I know which are a little bit, bit, bit private. Yes, I but, understand. But, 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 when she told me, I could see. Wow. Why and why she yeah, was drinking? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I could see it. Yeah. Okay, so go on. You said you started drinking when you were eight. Yeah, when I was in in, in Aga Khan. Oh wow. In Aga Khan High School. That's about two thousand four, two thousand five. Yes. So I, I in all, all all level, I was in in Budo. Yes. So I never used to go out. Yes. But when I was in Aga Khan, it was a, a day school. Yes. So after school, I would go out, see some of my, my friends drink and all. So, yeah, in, in Aga Khan is, is when I really went down that, that, that pit. So would you yeah. say it was about peer pressure? Is that how it started? Uh, or it is because of how you saw your mom? There are so many things that actually led led to me yeah. uh, uh, down that, that path. Like one of them was a group uh, influence, then also mom's yeah. influence. And also uh, at, at that age is when I, I got to know uh, this, this rapper called uh, Tupac Shakur. Yeah. So also that, in, in a way... Uh, influenced me because he would always rap 
like about the weed, about the alcohol. Yes. Yes. So in a way, there were so many uh, influences. Yeah, yeah. All, all, all coming at 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 at, at me at, at at once. Yes. So in a way, uh, when I I, I I took my first drink and all, I felt so happy. Yeah. And I was so free, and I could talk to to anybody. Yeah. Are you shy? Are you a shy person? Yeah. Uh, well, in a way, yeah, 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 I am. Yes. So when I I I I, I, I took that first drink, I know it was really really good. It actually freed me up. Okay. So I could talk to everybody. I could tell jokes and something like that. It boosted your confidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. it did. So uh, I got hooked onto that. Okay. So yeah, down down the the. The road, it really got so bad yeah. that I would come. I would come back home at uh, what with no shoes, with no phone. So it was really, really bad. Yes. Yeah, and uh, my my mother would would open for me, and she's like, "Why do you keep on going out and drinking?" And I would tell her that, "Mom, it's over. It's over." But but I would go out like the next weekend and all. Yeah. What What else kept you? You know, drinking besides, uh, say, peer influence and um, maybe your favorite rapper also singing and talking about, you know, substance abuse. Mm. What else kept you going? It, w- were you fighting some internal demons? Did you have any, you know, issues or mental issues that you were fighting and you're using alcohol as a, as an escape? Uh, I always look back to when I was about six, seven years old. Yes. I saw my my mother drink, and I told her, "Mom, why don't you quit?" So this really got to me so so much that uh, I ended up uh, in the bathtub, uh, crying and all, asking her, that, "Mom, why can't you stop? Why can't you stop?" How bad would it get when your mom drank? Uh, I really don't know if she really got high. Yes. Yeah, but I would see her taking the the, the the drink and all, and it would really get to me so, so, so much. Yes. So when I grew older, I was like, deep down, like in the uh, subconscious mind, I would be like, now let me pay you back oh. for like, like hurting me or something like that. Oh, no. So in a way, I would drink so, so much, and uh, it would be like, uh, like, let me pay you back for this... Uh, this this pain teaching her a lesson yeah or something like that yes so in a way uh well i i i never knew that uh that in a way that uh incident influenced me yes it's only after that i got sober is when i i got to know that there were these these things deep down in the subconscious yes that that really pushed me to really drink so much. Yes. So yeah. how long were you addicted Eight to years. alcohol? Eight, Eight years. years. Alcohol and weed. Alcohol and weed. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. Do you remember what point drove you to a, to the place where you were like, you know what, I yeah. need to change my life around? What happened for you to you know make the U-turn in your life? Well, I had. Uh, I had really wanted to actually change. I had really wanted to. Yes. So, so much. Because there are some, some days when I would, would wake up and, and I'm like, 
today, I am not going to drink. But those are the, 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 the days when I really drank so much. Yes. And, uh, and I lost phones and I lost shoes. And I got knocked by cars. There's even one day I almost drowned in a pool. Oh, Lord. And uh, I, I cannot swim. So if somebody what hadn't jumped in to save me, I would be dead. Yes. So that, uh, it's really not about willpower. Because uh, those are the... When I, I really when I woke up and I'm like, um, I'm not going to touch a drink again. Yes. That is when I drank the most. Yes. So I believe it 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 has to do with uh, God's God's grace. Are you prayerful? Yeah, I'm, I'm very prayerful. Did you did you change your life after you started this journey of sobriety, or have you always been a God fearing person? I've I've always been because even when I used to go out, I would would always pray that God would protect me. Yes. So I I would go out and get really drunk. Yeah. And uh, and. And so many times I, I really don't know how I even got back home. By the grace of God, I yeah. guess. <laughs> but but I would would always go out and pray. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've always been this uh, this prayerful guy. Yes. Though I I haven't gone to church in a long time. So how do you keep connected with God then? I pray, mm. I pray, and I, 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 I believe that God is is everywhere. Yes. Uh, well, you don't have to go to 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 church to see God, because when I'm out there, I, I I do outreaches like every Saturday. Yes. I go out to ghettos in Chivulu. Yes. Uh, to to talk to these uh these guys on other drugs that if I could overcome this. Yes. That you can also uh overcome both, it yeah, as well. Yeah, overcome it as well. Before I get to that question, yes. How often would you drink? And how much would you consume? Do you remember? Yeah, I, I would uh, drink like every Friday. Yes. And uh, and and Saturday. And I would uh, on a very good day, I would uh, maybe drink about eight tot packs. Eight yeah. tot packs. Yeah. By by then, uh, like that was was Tyson, uh, Dollar Gin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And all these other brands, yeah, the vodkas and what, and even uh, there's some certain point I actually tried out Cassisi, yes, and it really hit me hard, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, something like that. So you would drink mostly on the weekend. Yes. So Monday to Friday, what was keeping you off the alcohol? Uh, I was in in school. Okay. But uh, like there were were like one-offs, like where I. I will go to school like when I'm I'm high, like through like maybe like let us say on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about your journey to recovery. Yes. Tell me about that first day you went or that first that first day you went without um craving a drink. How okay. did that feel like? Uh what can I say? <laughs> I really felt empty. Empty. Yeah, because I was used to it. Yes. And uh, by then, in 2004, like when I was in in Aga Khan, I used to to drink like every Friday and uh, and and Saturday. Yes. But but in 2011, when I was in Kumba, 
I think I almost used to drink every day. When you got to university? Yes. And uh, my last binge actually took one month. I would just wake up and drink. Okay. Like beers. Then in the, the, the evening, I'm really not so high enough. Yes. So I, I, uh, I end up like buying vodka. Yes. So it went on for one whole, whole month. What yeah. was triggering you though? I don't know, like so much pain. Have uh, you figured it out yet? What exactly was triggering you? Uh, uh, like there was, was so much, much pain that, that I, I had. Family? Yes, family issues. Then also like my own, own pain. Okay. Re- regrets of uh, like, uh, like missing out in, uh, in certain things in, yes. in life and all. Because I saw like some of my friends had cars. Oh, yes. I, I, I never had a car. Yes. And that really hurt me so much. And, uh, and some of my, uh, especially those from, uh, from, from uh, uh, Olevo yes. in, in Budo, because I would see them uh, graduating and what and what. And it hurt me so much. Yeah. Yes. It really hurt, hurt me a lot. Did you graduate from university? Uh, no, no, no. I, I never did. Is it attributed uh, to the addiction? Yeah, yeah. Actually, dropped out. Mm-hmm. I dropped out a few months after I, I got got sober. Yeah. Yeah, cause I had a backlog of, of of newspapers, and retakes, yes. and courseworks. It was ah uh, like too too much. Yes. Yeah, for me. Yeah. All right. So yeah. the journey to recovery. Yes. How? have you changed your life how much has your life changed since you stopped you know abusing alcohol uh, the example I really love to give is the the phone that I'm having right now yes I've kept this phone for over six years there must be something big because you yeah. said when you'd get high you would you know lose your phone lose yeah. your shoes you don't know how you get home yeah, yeah so I've kept this this phone for over six years yes and to me, that is really something big because back in the day, I, I, I wouldn't have uh, a, a phone like for more than a week. Yeah. And, and family now sees me in a whole uh, different life. way. Because yes. back in the day, I would say, uncle, uncle, uh, well, give me 5K. They'll be like, for what? Yes. Yeah, but now if I ask for any, uh, uh, like anything I want, they give it to you. They give it to me. What was your family's reaction when they found out that you were abusing alcohol? Did they know? First of all, did they know that you were an addict? Yeah, my my uncles knew and my mom knew, but cause I I was with my my mother. Yes. And she was also in it. Like it was hard hard for for them to to intervene. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, I've only lived with my, my father for like maximum about three years of my... Of your entire life? Yeah, entire life. So yeah. he was not present in your life? Uh, I, I could say that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, because I grew up more like with my, 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 my mother. Yes. Yeah. Was that something that also pained so much and caused, you know, accelerated your drinking, not having your father around? Yeah, because in a way... If I had had uh, uh, a, father, a father figure, yeah, yeah, a father figure in 
in a way, I wouldn't have gone astray. I understand. Yeah. So, also that, like in a way, like, uh, uh, like hurt me, like, uh, like really much. Yeah. Yeah, and it drove me more to actually drink more. I know. Yeah. So. I understand um, yeah. because uh, family is very important, it and is. Uh, what a lot of uh, parents may not understand is the importance of having a father and a mother in a home yes. who jointly work together to raise the children. Yes. I saw a quote that said, "We need the fathers in the home because yeah. if there are no fathers in the home, the children are going to go find fathers on the streets." On the streets, and that yeah. was very, very profound to me. Yeah. Because just like you, my father was not also present. And most of the heart in my life I didn't know was because my dad was not, you know, present. Exactly. As he should have been. Yeah. He was there, but not as much as he should have been. So I do understand how your addiction kicked in and how that can absolutely affect you. Mm. Well, between the period of uh, 2010 and 2014, the Ministry of Health revealed that the country recorded more than 85,000 cases of drug and alcohol abuse. And of course, with the pandemic, the numbers have gone even higher because, uh, you know, we were locked in for two whole years. People yes. lost their jobs. Yes. The youth uh, were not, you know, finishing up with school. A lot of people were idle and had nothing to do with them. So, with themselves, I beg your pardon. So, a lot of people resulted to, you know, from casually drinking yes. to now it becoming a whole big problem. Yes. So, what do you think about that? And how can we, as a community, as a whole, you know, help people? who have uh, gotten addicted to, you know, drugs or alcohol, how can we help? Uh, well, to me, like the first thing that, uh, that, that we should do, I always say, like people like me have to come out more. Yes. Uh, but people who have overcome it yes. have to come out more. Because people who have never gone through it can't take others through it. Yes. It's only those that have, have, have actually gone through it and, uh, and, uh, and, and overcome it yes. that can help those who are in it right now. That's true. I yeah. understand that. But how can we also support mm. us who um, have not gone through it? Yes. Because the thing about drug and alcohol abuse is that people get criticized for it and that's why people who are either struggling with it or mm. recovering from it are just you know are afraid to speak up because they get stigmatized by people who have not gone through mm. it so how can the people who have not gone through it you know be a helping hand and be a lot more understanding to people who are yeah. struggling with it the first thing that uh, all people should know is that Alcoholism is not uh, a choice. I like that. Say it yeah. again. It's not a choice. Yes. Yeah. It's a a, a disease. Exactly. So, so, like anybody out there can actually pick it up. Exactly. It's a yeah. it's a symptom yeah. of an underlying problem. Disease. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what uh, uh, like people think out there that maybe this this guy just wakes up one day and it's like. Uh, like let me go drink and what and what. Yeah, uh, it isn't that, cause it actually hurts the 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 alcoholic more. Yes. It hurts uh, his his family or or, or, or 
or anybody he uh, he loves or no that's true it hurts him more but uh, he doesn't see a way out yeah yeah how did it hurt you more than your family because every day I would be like man I, uh, I really want to quit this I want good school and read yes I want to to talk to, to people like without the, the drink and no yes and it would hurt me so so much that I would, I would always be be shy mm-hmm. and like nervous uh, and it would would really hurt me a lot yes so in a way that just yeah, just pushed me to to drink more yeah and uh, and when I was was high uh, actually, I would talk to girls so well, yeah? I would be free and uh, I'd make them laugh and what and what. Yeah. And, and when I was like sober, they wouldn't want to even talk talk to me. So uh, I would be like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but in a way that also hurt, hurt me much and yeah, it so took how, me deeper. So how, how are you handling your communication with the ladies now? Are you able to approach them? Yeah. Though sometimes I'm anxious. Everybody uh, is. <laughs> as any other person. Yes, yes. Yeah, but uh, a few years, in 2020, I got some, somebody. Oh, um, yes. I'm a married man now. You're married. Congratulations. Yeah. Any babies yet? No. Not yet, no. but soon? Yeah, yeah. One day? Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, yeah. First of all, when you met her, were you you already in your process of recovery of, of I, your I, journey of sobriety? I was about uh, seven years sober. Oh wow! 2017, yes. I guess seven, eight years. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about. There's one other thing that a lot of people, addicts, you know, struggle with when they are getting onto their journey of sobriety. Yes. And that is relapsing. Did that ever happen to you? Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, it, it, it happened to me in 2011. Uh, this is when I had just joined Nkumba. Yes. I was about eight months whatsoever. But when I, I went to, to Nkumba, uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 I made friends with the... The guy who was uh, at, at, at the bazaar, the, the opening day yes. bazaar. Yes. And he would have all this alcohol uh, like, like around him. Then one day I'm like, give me one. Yes. So that, 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 that one I took just opened up a door to so many. Yes. <laughs> so many, as in I would just drink, wake up and drink and smoke and all that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And, and the rest is history. Yeah. So what are your future plans? Are you planning on going back to school and probably finishing your degree? I'm actually in school now. Oh, wow. What are you doing? I do uh, a diploma in, in, in addiction counseling. All right. So it's what I'm, I'm up to now. Okay. Do you, yeah. you enjoy what you do? Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's opening up my eyes more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you say that you're doing some um, volunteer work. Yes. Yes, with youth that are struggling with addiction. Yes. Are there some that you have been able to, you know, make a breakthrough with? Uh, there is one day, um, a brother, I, I always go and talk to. Yeah. You know, if you are l- like in, 
addiction, uh, you really can't, can't keep a phone. Mm-hmm. So this brother calls me one day and, and he's like, hey, Michael, uh, well, this is, is now my what? My, my number. Yes. And I'll be like, man, this is a huge step. Yes. A very huge, huge step. So then after a few months down the, the road, the no, he actually calls me and, and tells me that right now I'm having a border border. Oh, wow. but, but you can, can 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 call me I pick you up and and in me I'm like this is really good yes progress because uh, I found him at Ham Ham Towers and and he was he was like, like begging yes but but a few m- m- months down the the road he's he's having a phone he's having a, a border border I was like man there's hope there is yeah so now let's switch gears and talk about the music. Yeah, the music. Kinto the rapper. Yes. You're a Muganda, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you do get your name from um, your forefather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chinto. So let's talk about the music. What is your inspiration for your rap music? I really love Tupac so much. Yes. I really, I really love him so so much. Even though he almost ruined your life, there's a part of him I uh, I don't don't like that yes. that part of him that sings hit them up. Yes. But I really love the 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 part that 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 song. Uh, like let me say like changes and dear mama. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a a, a part of him I really love. Yes. Yeah. But the alcohol, drugs, and gun violence, you're not about yeah, that yeah, life anymore. Yeah. You know, I like it that you're able to, you know, give positive criticism to the people who you, you know, drive your inspiration yes. from. A lot of people can't do that because they say, oh, I love this artist and, you know, the good and the bad. And they're like, oh, no, but they're still dope or the lyrics is still dope. Yeah. But I like that you are able to say that I don't like this about him, but I absolutely adore this from him. Yes. So when did you start rapping? I I began in uh, in in 2004. All right. Yeah, that is also when I I I, I began the the, the 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 booze and and taking drugs. All right. Yeah. Was that a source of inspiration for you as well? Were you able to write better lyrics when you were drunk or high? <laughs> you know, some people say that's where they they get their creativity from when they're intoxicated. Was that the same thing for you? Yeah, in a way, I could say that in in, in part. But uh, when I got got sober, I, I I found out that it's always in me. Yes. Uh, like I just have to find a way how I can uh, can bring it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> how much music have you written since, or how much music have you released since? Is there uh, an album in the works, or do you already have an album? Uh, I've I've i put out just a few songs, about four. All right. Yeah, about four. But I've uh, I've written like thirty. Oh wow. Yeah, which I I hope to like put out soon. All right. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to it. Yeah. So, which one of all the songs that you have ever written? Yes. Or produced? Yes. You know, to the finished. Yeah. Are you most proud of? Which one do you? Which one? Exactly. Which one are you most proud of, and which one speaks to you or tells your story as an artist? Uh, the one I I, I, I wrote for for my my mother. All it's right. called uh, 
I understand. What did you say to her in that song? Uh, I really know like what what, what she's uh, she's been through. Cause this one day she she picked me up in a bar and I was drunk. Yeah. So actually rap about that. Yes. And I also tell her to to have hope because I never went to I never uh, what finished my my education and what. But I tell her that that mom have hope. Uh, like one day it's really not uh, like about having a degree or something like that. Yes. It's about hope. Always have hope. Yeah. All right. So before I let you go, any closing remarks for your fans out there? Where can they find your music? How can we find you on social media? Uh, I actually have a, a website. All right. It's called kin2. Yes. TheRapper.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm I'm on Facebook, on 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 Twitter, as as kin2. Yes. The, the rapper. All yeah, right. Yeah. And where can we find your music? Uh, it's on SoundCloud. All right. As Kin2. Okay. The, the rapper. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Michael, for joining me on yeah. the Fat Boy Show. And uh, listen, yeah. drug addiction and substance abuse is not by choice. You heard Michael say it. It's not by choice. It is a symptom of an underlying issue. So if you know someone yeah. or if you are someone who is struggling with substance abuse or drug addiction, yeah. I need you to you know, reflect and find where that pain is coming from. Because it is not a lifestyle. It is not a trend. It's not a cool thing. It's okay to partake once in a while, responsibly. And that is why all the commercials ask you to, you know, drink and enjoy responsibly. But when it goes overboard and it is something that you need to boost your confidence, if it is something that you need to, you know, activate your creative juices, if it is something that you need to forget your problems or to help you sleep, then I need you to please look within and seek help yep and let us all be a lot more understanding Mm. and loving and nurturing Mm. and offer an assistance to anybody who we know that is struggling do not criticize do not stigmatize because it could be you tomorrow you know something can go wrong or something can go off and you're now the person who is struggling with substance or drug addiction. So keep it locked right here on the Fat Boy Show. We still have a great show lined up for you. Keep it locked. Ladies and gentlemen, RX Radio.